0: Welcome to Homeschool Insights, the show that brings you biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Yvette Hampton. Homeschool Insights is sponsored by CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try it for free. Now on to the show. I know that you've had many, many years of um, extensive research, like nationwide, um, and then you... And through that research you're able to outline a biblical approach to raising children with these seven cornerstones of a biblical worldview so walk us through what those are
1: the, the essence of the seven cornerstones emerged as a surprise to me you know me I'm a I'm a social scientist I'm a sociologist I'm always working with data I love playing with data and really really late one night or early one morning I guess. Uh, I'm always looking for what are ways to make it easier for people to understand and pursue a biblical worldview. And one night I discovered that if you combine these seven particular beliefs and their related behaviors, they form a fantastic foundation for building a complete biblical worldview. Uh, in, In essence, what I saw was that if you embrace all seven of these core beliefs which are very simple biblical principles but if you embrace all seven of them you go on and have an 83 percent probability of developing a complete biblical worldview if you don't embrace all seven of them you've only got a two percent probability of developing a biblical worldview So I got real excited and said, okay, I got to share this with people. And then when I wrote them down and looked at them, I thought, oh, my gosh, the first reaction people are going to have is to laugh and say, are you kidding? This is the foundation of a biblical worldview? This is like Sunday School 101. It's like, yes. And what that tells us, given the fact that only 4% of adults in America and fewer kids have a biblical worldview, is that we didn't pay attention in Sunday School. So Mm. here we go. I mean, the seven cornerstones are essentially number one. That you not only believe that there is a God who exists, but that you understand him to be the all-knowing, all-powerful creator of the universe who's perfect and holy and just and is still involved in our lives today because he continues to love us and care about the decisions that we make. Second cornerstone is recognizing that when we were born, we were born into sin. That's Mm -hmm. our nature. We have sin nature. And and so we have to recognize that, acknowledge that. That's critically important for us, and 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 it has consequences to how we live, and they're negative consequences if we continue to sin. But thirdly, recognizing that, but God made a provision for us. He recognizes that we've been born into sin, and that that sin has negative consequences, and that left to our own nature, we'll continue to sin. So he sent Jesus Christ to earth to die for our sins and that if we are willing to acknowledge that I am a sinner and I drift towards sin and there's nothing that I can do about it to purify my life, the only thing I can really do is to ask Jesus Christ to stand in for me, to impute his righteousness to me because he died for me on the cross. He died because of my sins. but God loved me enough that he's willing to have Jesus be my stand-in, if you will, as a result of my sin. And as long as I'm truly repentant, that's a key, that we're saying, well, I'm not doing this because I want cheap grace, I want to keep sinning. No, I'm asking Jesus to not only forgive me for my sins, but also to give me his Holy Spirit, to, to give me the strength to fight that temptation to continually sin, the fourth element in, in the cornerstones is knowing that I can know this because it's in the Bible. God gives us the Bible, and the Bible is true, it's relevant, and it's reliable to the life of every person on earth. God gave it to us because he loves us so much. He knows we're not going to figure this out on our own, so he had it written down for us so that we can know how to thrive in life. And then fifthly, having that Bible, I can rely upon it because it is God's truth. It is absolute moral truth. It's something that reflects what truth is. God is the embodiment of all truth. And so he's codified that for us in his word. And that's why I can continually go back to that and say yes i know these things i know they don't change over time and i know that i need to embrace them because god gave them to me and then sixthly how do i know when i'm successful at doing this is it because i believe god's blessed me with the biggest house in the neighborhood or because i've got two porsches in the driveway i don't but you know (laughs) would that be the sign You know, the sign of Jonah, the sign of, you know, the modern age. I've got a couple of Porsches. No, you know, what is it? Well, it's that I'm being consistently obedient to God. Mm. When I do that, that's what success is. Success has nothing to do with money, has nothing to do with fame, has nothing to do with possessions, has nothing to do with college degrees. It has everything to do with my total commitment to doing everything I can to obey God, And then finally, uh, the seventh of of these cornerstones is knowing what my purpose in life is. So many people, in fact, today we know from our current research that a majority of millennials and Gen Z people say that they have trouble getting out of bed in the morning because they don't know why they should. They don't have a sense of purpose. They don't have that sense of meaning. God gives it to us. And, And that meaning that we all have, and this is something we share in common is that he made us to know and to love and to serve him with all our heart and mind, strength, and soul. You know, that just simply goes back to what Jesus taught in Mark 12, verse 30, and so and beyond. So if we look at that, we say, okay, that's my purpose. Now I know why I should get out of bed in the morning. It's not to go to work to get a promotion. That's not a bad thing. But that's not the ultimate purpose in life. That may be one way in which... I can honor God, and that's a good thing, but I've got to remember everything that I do has to go back through this filter of, you know, does God exist? Who is he? Who am I in light of who he is? How do I know who he is? How do I know what I'm here to do? How do I know when I'm doing it? That's what these seven cornerstones help us to do. So is that all there is to a biblical worldview? No, but it is a fabulous foundation on which to build a worldview. And and this is important for parents because only 2% of today's parents of kids under the age of 13 have a biblical worldview. Only 4% of the born again parents with kids under 13 have a biblical worldview and you can't give what you don't have.
0: Thanks for joining us for Homeschool Insights. For more great homeschool inspiration and resources, listen to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And be sure to watch the film Schoolhouse Rocked The Homeschool Revolution.